this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today... We got loaded Lux in the building. You know, normally rappers come in here and they have a little team assembling blunts for them. Talk that taste. Talk that taste. You got some some honey here. Some it's not it's not honey. It's leaves. Mm. Turmeric. That's yeah. I got a little bit of turmeric, and this is neem. Neem. <clears throat> what do you get from this? Like I got this from a True Story. I'll be checking out a guru. Uh, name of Saguru. Oh <laughs> wow. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. On, on online and shit. So he, I'm a fan of his. Like, he really tapped in. Uh-huh. And he just suggested this one day. And I tried it, neem and turmeric, in the morning. Uh-huh. How you wide-eyed, but in the right, not like you agitated, not like you moving. Mm. Just put the energy and everything in pocket. It feel, you'll go from, like, 8 a.m. to, like, noon, early afternoon, feeling like just Feel life. great. Yo, Really? You gotta try it, bro. You drink caffeine in the morning? No. No. You never were on that? Mm-mm. I was. I, I did caffeine. But you got over it? Yeah, I had to. And it's life is better? Way better. I wonder this about myself because I'm drinking big ass coffees every morning. Yo, listen, yo. Yo, bro, you gotta try this. I'm down to try it for sure, yeah. Not from me to you. Like, I'm gonna I'm take a note for sure. You gotta try it. It's what do you changed. do? You put it in your tea or something? Yeah, like it's usually the best for like hot water. I like to do neem and put a little bit of turmeric in it. Okay. You try some honey with it, though. When did you start taking care of your health like that? Oh, man. Slow process over the Hell years. Hell yeah. Like, about 2012, I really got serious about it. Because mm. I, I was, I was, I don't know. I just wanted to challenge myself. And my diet, at the time, I really started, like, really working out, working out. Like, all right, I'm going like, to really go for the gusto. Right. Like, and really was training. Like, I was always athletic, but... Focusing on like how I trained and how I worked out, I really started then. And when I started then, my diet wasn't complimenting the workout though. Oh yeah, yeah diet's diet number was, one. Yo, I remember I used to be in the gym every day, and I would then I would be coming back and I'd be eating like you know bacon, egg, and cheese from the store, <laughs> pizza for lunch, whatever. And like one of my homies had to actually tell me like, yo, you know. You got to think about what you eat too. You can't just because you're working out every day doesn't mean you can just eat whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like 19. Like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yo, bro, I'm telling you, like that shit right there. Because I got a thing that it's all synchronicity. Life is synchronicity. Mm. So everything you put in the system, you sinking with that shit. Mm. So so food is fuel. Yes. So what's the result? So I'm look. I'm thinking about performance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I used to like yo. All right, that shit tastes good. Right. But the results is, oh, I feel like shit. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And I can't, I can't move the way I like to move. The sooner in your life you figure out that 
doing things that just feel good in the short term is quite often not a way for you to feel good in the long term. The sooner you can figure that out. Because I feel like your parents are kind of trying to explain that to you with candy and shit your whole life. Right, 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 But it's right, so right. hard to get. Yo, and you really get it when there's some shit you really are interested in doing. Mm. That That's like school, right? They right. sit you down for six, seven hours a day. You, you're like then they're forced or held hostage to learn this shit. Mm. But not until I got into subjects that I was really interested in learning. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. Learning is now a whole nother like, right. thing. But did you have the experience? I had the experience a couple years out of high school where I realized... Oh, well, number one, my brain is not working the way it used to because I was I was really having my brain stimulated for years and years. And then all of a sudden I get out of school and I, I got a couple of years where I'm not reading that much or going out of my right. way to educate myself. And I start to realize like how important learning was. I had had it forced on me for all those years in school. So you never really learn to appreciate it. Truth. Truth. Yeah. I, I, and that's why I say it's when you start finding out what you really into. Mm. When you when you tap in it like oh no I really like this mm. and then you figure out everything has a science to it and you know what I mean I right, I really like that like shit I like girls mm. all right well how do I go about talking to this girl that I really like right like just and that is a science it's mm. a subject you know what I'm saying this is true and once you find those things that you really all right follow down the yellow brick road yeah yeah and then that'll really come to you like all right yeah this this is this is why learning is important. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I found it. But that lust for learning, so many people give up on it early in their life and they just sort of end up, you know, just floating through the rest of their life, just doing the same shit that they were doing at a certain point. They sort of learn one way of viewing the world. And that's very much like, I think people who are really successful in life, they manage to to go past that and they're constantly looking at their life from an outside perspective and, and sort of reviewing, auditing exactly what they think of their life like I, that's that's one thing for me i'm constantly looking at my life mm-hmm. and tearing it apart and mm-hmm. thinking like what should i be doing better what could be better and even if i'm happy right now like i'm happy doing interviews right now but i think every day i think are you still going to want to be doing interviews in five years and if you don't are you going to be forced to because this is the world that you're building around yourself right 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 but but that's it that's what it is you you tuned into getting better, mm. wanting to be better, mm. and I think we never got that memo, mm. like like at the premise of life, like yo, this shit is about getting better, right? Improving. They 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 make you improve in one area, mm-hmm. but they don't tell you overall, like you know, what I'm saying where you should be focusing your energy and why you focus on that, right? That's that's why I'm listen, I'm, man. Listen, this shit is like. Smoking mirrors, man. Mm. And not till you start tuning in how you say to yourself and you say, yo, I want to be better. And disciplining yourself to really, that's when you start uncovering, all right, this is beneficial. That's mm. beneficial. I'm doing it like this because of this. But you got to factor that in. That, listen, that's my, listen, tell you, everybody don't touch power. Mm. Niggas get money. You get money, you know what I mean? But Everybody don't touch power. It's a, it's a, it's a different thing. Mm. See, you got tuned in. Like, you, you found things that you really liked and you was true to yourself. I want to be better. Mm. Not for this or that, but because I'm trying to get better. And whether you, you, you take the vehicle of I'm doing interviews today, I'm filming tomorrow, I'm doing music, or I'm, I'm touching whatever vehicle you use, it all comes back around to you, though. Mm. And you getting better. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm like, yo, my performance is important because mm. I want to be better. But when you look at your life, that's kind of the question. Like for me, it's like, do I want to just hammer away at doing a million fucking interviews or do I want to keep an open mind and constantly be finding new things to be excited about, to learn about, et cetera. And I feel like in a lot of ways it's the same thing with you because you know that you could just like do a couple battles a year, make good money doing that. At some point, you know, the clock starts ticking. You know, like well, at some point, you know, you're, you're 50 years old and Back. motherfuckers don't want to see you on stage right. anymore. <laughs> You'd be like, let me do this, right? But I, I feel like you're kind of the same way in that, like, you have aspirations that go beyond just being the greatest battle rapper. Bro. You could dig your fucking claws into that and just fight for that for your whole life. Right. But at a certain point, I mean, your ambition has to be a little bigger, right? But of course, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like the vehicle. I found something that I was good at that I was really interested in. And as I started to really delve into it wholeheartedly, I started uncovering other parts of me, though. Mm. Shit that I didn't even know. I mean, I should tell, I should tell sis, like, yo, I be doing certain things and out of nowhere, like, I get hit with a vibe. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't follow down those inclinations, those hunches mm. that you get that say to you, like, maybe I should, you know, challenge myself here. And, and that, that'd be the thing, though. See, like, the whole art of battling, it kind of puts you in that mode of challenge, though. Mm. That's why I take what I do serious, but it's applicable in all areas. Right. You know what I mean? But, but the, the, the most important one is self. How do I discover who, who I am truly? Right, and if I gotta use battling to do that, which I have, I find that in other areas, oh shit, I, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy, you know, uh, partaking in um, making music or books and film, and these things are, are kind of associated, but they all come back to the development of me. So I watch what I produce and the things that I project off of, you know, just uh, my love for it and finding myself. And I listen, I really see how. Where I'm at with myself, mm. that product that I produce, is right in direct reflection of that. Let me let me compare <laughs> it to this. Let me compare it to this. You always will hear a, a comedian talk about how they'll spend like on average, I think they spend a year working on material, and then and sometimes it's like two years. But then at the end of that period of time, then they have a special. And then they have their 45 mm. minutes or their hour that they can go and do their Netflix special if they're lucky enough, or maybe they just make a YouTube video or whatever. That's their their hour of like amazing content. But I, I appreciate the way they think about it because you might have all kinds of jokes that you are adding to that hour, all kinds of material, but then over time, as you do it on stage, you start to realize what isn't working, what's better, et cetera, and then you end up with that hour. Being a battle rapper is like that, except you got this other guy and his 30 homies standing right there trying to fuck up your stand-up yeah. routine. Oh, the, the whole way through. The whole, that's why if you ever catch certain battles, like, I'll be at you, but then I'll look over at them. Mm -hmm. No shit, like, intentionally. Because mm. I know you betting against me. Right. Like, I know you You keeping that poker face on. You know I just said some mean shit. Mm. But you're going to sit there and act like it ain't nothing. I'd love to snatch the soul out of your whole entourage. Mm. Oh, I live for that shit. Right. I live for that. You got to catch certain battles. I've done it. I've done it. Uh, battles with Hollow. Done it with battles with Clips. Verb. I, 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 I live for that. Right. Because it's, 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 it's a sense of knowing, oh, I've... I've 
I've arrived. Right. There's no doubt in my mind, like, I'm in the room. Hmm. Is that fight for the control of the space that I find so interesting because yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're both standing there either way. That, yeah. that, that's what literally exists. People on stage, people in the audience, that's it. But the thing that you're fighting for is to captivate the audience. I was watching, I was watching yeah. that hollow battle from I think like five years ago. Yeah. And there's just a moment where like the first round is like the, the, the crowd seems like they could go either way mm-hmm. on your second go. Everybody is just shut up listening to every fucking word. And I noticed it with myself, too. It's like, I'm really locked in right now. I'm really paying attention to everything. And it just, it hit a different level. And right. Just, that thing right there yeah, is part. pretty fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. That, yo, but that's life. Yeah. That's the whole shit. Mm. With every room you in, it's like, all right, I'm warming up. I'm getting. And as you, that's why the, the, the losses are lessons. Mm. Every every failed attempt. No, I'm getting better. Cause I'm but but I'm, I'm mindful of it though. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm really in tune to what I'm doing. And each way up, I'm like, nah, nah, I can do that better. Mm. Even if you felt like, oh shit, I may still be in my mind like, hmm, no, I seen where I could I could have took that to another space. And I know what I did in my training. I know what I did in the dark to give you that. Mm. But it's it's other spaces that I I, I could have went. And I know that in my heart of hearts. So no, that's that's dope, and that's that's kind of what's happening. As I'm in the room, I'm like, all right, you know, you here, you you, but then I'm 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 being one with the energy. Now I can really feel everybody. Mm. Yo, I swear, a lot of you not. I was just talking um, to a friend of my um, that's Uncasa. Shout out to Two Gun Un. We got some mean pieces too. Like, oh, we we doing some stuff together on, on the merch and all that. Wow, really? Yeah, nah, dope. We, we talk all the time about what the fuck happened to Uncasa, so that's good. That, oh, I, no. I, I'm out of the loop because I had like, you know, a couple songs that I loved like 20 years ago and then I haven't really yeah, stayed yeah, yeah, in yeah. touch with where he's at right now. Nah, nah, nah. Un, un, he just he's moved, moved his creativity into a whole nother space, so we got some stuff coming out. Yeah, but no, I was talking to him and we was talking about how when you take. Uh, it be spaces and moments where you can you can really catapult. Um, like I'll, I'll you'll be present in a battle, and it's it's like moments where you're slipping up or different things that you didn't catch when you spin the block back. It's like, all right, that moment right there. How do I take that and and make it better? I gotta spin it. I gotta I gotta spin it back. Cause, Cause, you just hit me with that. I just went into a whole trance. Uh, where we was at? Yeah, nah, yo, this 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 happens to me, and I and I and I love it though. You're you're you have an overactive brain. Oh my god, you do, huh? I've seen it happen in, in multiple podcasts with you. Well, it's like it's clear that there's multiple chords that you could follow in that conversation, and you're you're really excited about all of them. Oh my god, it got You got to slow down and speed up because it's like the Wi-Fi starts taking hold. Mm. You know what I mean? So we'll be in a moment, and I and I definitely want to share it with you. Because all of these times up is, is information, and that we're, I know we're all working to be and do what we need to do. And it's like sharing with you, I know you got codes and you got breadcrumbs that I have yet to, mm. to, to partake in and to put in my game. Mm. You know what I mean? So when I catch them, I'm like, oh, man, I got to give you this. I got to give you that. Because I know all the sciences are connected, mm. no matter what field we in. You know what I mean? So... I definitely want to share that with you. It's pretty crazy how battle rappers are just so consistently the best 
people to talk to and like the most thoughtful verbose people in rap music like daylight disaster yeah no i mean like i haven't done that many battle rapper interviews but they're just consistently always the most interesting people to talk to when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man! Something about the 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 way that your brain has to be set up to want to go into that. Yeah, no, it's uh, I think you 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 it happens naturally, you know what I mean? I mean we are what we are, but the the thing about battle rap is you spend so much time in the pocket of not just what your abilities are and what you can do, but the empathy has to set in mm. naturally. I gotta. Be mindful of how you're coming at me. So you're doing so much soul searching with self mm-hmm. <laughs> that is like you can't you can't put like a, a, a standard or a bar on it. It like it, it constantly grows because the battle with you is the battle with me. Mm. Everything that I'm going through in my life will be put to the test, will be brought to the surface. You know what I mean? Constantly, consistently. So I know I'm working on getting better, and you'll bring the best out of me. Mm. Like I know whoever like. If you got to battle me, just the, the narrative of you're going to battle me because of the work that I'm willing to do for it, it takes you to a whole nother space. Like you're going to perform so much better because you know how hard I'm going to come. You understand what I'm saying? It, it, it has to be mm. because I'm not going to play with you. Right. And you know it from watching the way it is. Oh, he's coming. But see, the other thing is you've never been in front of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So then that creates a whole nother dynamic where you're like, yeah, I've seen it, you know, but to be in the room, it's like all that training you did, but when you get punched in the face, then, oh, you here. But okay, so you, you find out tomorrow that you're about to battle this guy. Where does your brain go? Like, do you just start meditating on what his insecurities are? It's, it's, it's that, but more so where I'm at right now, it, I understand that it's, it's the focus. It's, it's the level of focus that goes into, all right, I'm going to stop everything I'm doing. 25-8 is about you. Right. Now, it's, it's about the will to do what I'm going to do. But more importantly is I'm reading you in a way that I don't know who's taking their time out to do what they do. But it's, it's, it's the degree of energy that I'm going to put into reading you. Mm. That also allows for me to double back and see myself in you. Right. So I know that's why, I would, like, when I talk to uh, to people about watching other artists perform in, in terms of the genre of battling, I really know what you had to do to produce every like thing that you put on that stage. It's like when you watch probably other podcasters and you think about how the questions flow and the interview flows and where you could have picked up there and how do you. Mm. So it's a dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you win that dance, I know wholeheartedly every piece of space you probably had to go to get there because it's, it's a track. It's like character building. Mm. Once you get to this space, you understand, like we was talking earlier about, well, that fool, I, you know, I, I think more so in terms of long term now. Mm. 
why I shouldn't do that. And I should be disciplined in that area because I'm thinking about that. So it's the same track when you're building. It's all character. So I get to this step. I know that space. I know what's being produced at that space. Mm. Then, in, you know, going further up the ladder, it's a whole nother level of attributes that come with that character mm. that just, that's available to you. So who's, you know, that's what we're doing. We're testing each other to see who can go further up the ladder. Mm. You know what I mean? If you had something really, like if you, if you didn't have that real confidence, you wouldn't be able to do this, this job. Because if you had mm. something, that one thing that you were ashamed of, that if somebody brought it up, you're just, you're going to fall apart on stage. Right. You wouldn't be able to do it, right? Because you just, you wouldn't put yourself in that environment if you knew that you had a kryptonite that was easily accessible. But, but that's the thing. Who, who doesn't have it? Mm. Why would we be here? But does that make you not want to be more open personally, publicly, because you know that everything that you put out there about yourself is going to be fodder for them to shit on you with or to use against you? You don't want to let the world know that you're sad about something because your sadness is just, you're looks, revealing your... It looks, it looks your, weak on stage, right? Look, look, it's something that they could use. Yeah, you look vulnerable. But I've, I've come, this is why it's so beautiful, though. I'm glad you asked that. Like, the thing that I've learned about life is it's strength and vulnerability. This is true, yeah. You know what I mean? The whole of life is about truth. Mm. How do we get to that space to where, I, listen, I'm here, man. It's me. That's why it's almost seemed like when Eminem did that at 8 Mile and he said, listen, man, this is what it is. Shut up, Bob. My mom's is this. That, 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 that. Now what are you going to say about me? Mm. But it was that moment of truth, that freedom. Now that shit sounds so cliche, right? Like the truth will set you free. Mm. But it's, it's, it's really that. I, I found other levels of myself getting into my truth. Really? Now what? Had to face it. Can't run from it. It's right there. Every battle of every opponent that I face is going to bring a whole nother truth or a whole nother degree of my truth. Mm. Because at the center of that, that moment that we got to face off is things going on in my life and it's things going on in your life mm. that has truth in it. And that we got to surmount to become more of ourselves. We got to deal with that truth. Mm. And what you think is going to happen? When I'm in there not pocketing that space, digging in, my Wi-Fi open. So now I got a, I got a whole window into your whole world. There's no separation of that. Hmm. That's why I say in life, there's no lies. There's really no such thing as a lie. You just got to know how to look. Hmm. The truth is always there at every point. Right. So we go, we go really deep. We got to spend a lot of time. When you, when you go in there, it's like boxing, but like, there's nobody with me when I go to do a battle. Hmm. Got a whole team, everybody, but they can't do this. They can't do it for me. They can assist me. Hmm. But they can't go to the spaces that I have to go and be willing to go to open up that portal to see all of you. Right. And if you do it, you can see all of me. It, it leads you in a lot of strange directions, though, don't you think? Like, have you ever had the thing, like things that you want to say to someone because you know it could really mortally wound them? But at the same time, like you as a person, you don't want to cross that that line because you... Mm-hmm. Feel like it's it's in bad taste. Like, yeah, you know, yo, you, definitely. You gotta know. <laughs> I, like I can think of things you could say that <laughs> right. would not even be funny because it's like right, you right. know, real family shit, real things that you know that happened to the, yeah. uh, But there's probably a lot of people who maybe if you're not that bloodthirsty, there's somebody else who's hungrier than you are, who ain't mm-hmm. got no money in the bank, and he's willing to go there. Yeah, I mean, look, you can you can be crass. Mm. <laughs> you can do that. 
You know what I'm saying? At the same time, though, because it's it's, it's 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 artists that do that. Is that the see in the in the work that you display? There's still a science to it. Mm. You you can give it up because like you could very easily look like too much of an asshole, and the audience won't want to get it, behind you. You understand right? me? No. It feels ill. See, that's the thing that's beautiful about this shit. The truth written on everybody. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like let's just say the truth is is headquarters. You know what I mean? And that's why they say you get that saying, whoever God bless may no man curse. Mm. Because it's all written in everybody. It's like a template that you can't get rid of. Right. So really what I'm doing is I'm, I'm honing in on certain spots and I'm touching buttons that we all have. Mm. But to what degree? So even if I choose to go and be crass like that, I know it's like, ill. Mm. I'm going to say that shit and it's going to feel like, Ugh. Is that the true, the truest nature of the science of battle rap? Right. To where you can display, you know, how how you give it up in in that showmanship or or in that bar you say or how witty was it, how clever was it? You don't got to be crass to do that to show that I'm better than you. I don't really have to go there. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why I say to people, even if you pick a personal spot to go at somebody, how did he lay it out artistically though? Mm. You know, what, what was the degree of art in that? We've seen that with Donald Trump in the debates where he might have the banger line for the debate. Yeah, yeah, But if yeah. the whole entirety of it is you looking like an asshole and the other person looks like they're relatively, you know, well-behaved in comparison. Right. It's kind of like, well, what? You might have had the craziest line. You might have kind of controlled the tempo of this debate. But if it all in all comes together to make you look like an asshole, then I don't think that you really won the debate, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's like a pyrrhic victory right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like you point a finger, you got three pointing back at you. So you got you to gotta be very mindful on how you do this. And that's the thing. I take a, I take a great pride in, in every display up now, you know what I mean? Because it's like you say, we can go look back at that work and there's still so many diamonds in it. If done right, you know mm. what I mean? Like truth don't never get old. Right. And that's the beauty of it. Like I, I want, I want this work to speak volumes in, in, in the truest nature that I understand it. Because I might be battling, or battling, or you know whatever I'm doing in terms of producing certain projects. But I know underlining what I'm producing is a sense of a degree of love in it mm-hmm. that you need to connect with. That's insp- inspirational to your field and what you're into. Mm-hmm. And you can take that. When I go see LeBron catch an alley and ah. I feel like, what the f- What? And there's some shit about it. You know, or watching Floyd put together a good combination. It's something in it that makes me go, yo, that shit was beautiful. And when I go back to doing what I do, I got to do it to that degree. Right. Because I understand what they did to produce those moments, too. It, it's funny how much we as humans love to watch greatness yo, in competition. Yo, that you know? shit is fueling. Like the thing that you're getting from watching LeBron is like the same thing when I'm watching a battle, though. I'm, I'm getting the same thing. I'm like, this is greatness. Like this is he's standing there across from somebody who is one of the other best people in the world at doing this. Yeah. And he's making a dent. Like, he's making a big-ass impact on this audience. Yeah, And that yeah. is really fucking hard to do. Like, if you were to take 99.9% of other people and put them in your shoes there, they would crumble and fold. And that includes the top-selling rappers on Earth, yo, et cetera, yo. et cetera. Everybody else who's who's in this world. Truth. And that's pretty amazing, you know? Oh, man. Thank you, man. Yo, it's... it's, it's 
it's definitely something that um I don't know, man. I I I, I partake in it, and sometimes I'm having out of body experiences. At really, like that, you gonna get this work moment. Mm. It's real out of body. Like it it it's something that was in my makeup. It's in my DNA because you know me and my pops used to talk like that. Let me see how you work, man. You know what I mean? Like, cause it, it, you talk, we talk our shit, but it should be like, you know what I mean? All right, I'm gonna watch you work. I'm gonna. It didn't come out as you gonna get this work right. until that moment, though. Really? What's your relationship with your dad like? And, and oh, what, what did you get from him, personality-wise, oh, that made you capable of doing this? Everything. I. It's shit that comes out at times that I know, like, yo, that's my pops. Mm. Like, I don't even mean to do it. And it's like, yo, that I like. There's no separation. I tell him like, yo, you me, I'm you. Like, I I can't help it. So as I'm reaching further into myself, you know, and figuring out new things and more things, I come back around and see that those were things he was doing, you know, when he was my age, you know, and younger. Like, and so, you know, I'm I'm always soul searching for it. So I can't hope that that's a part of me, but these are the things that I use to express myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's and it's of the same line. That's why you know you know when you think of lineage, you know that one line that connects the whole family. It's like that train. You know what I'm saying? It's these are the things that we are. You know, and our makeup is that. So, yo, it. it but it's mind-boggling how much. Like, oh shit, the movements. The mannerisms, the certain mm. things that, yeah, man. I yeah. was thinking how I don't know if you could really end up being great at what you do if you didn't have that strong father relationship. Oh man! Like I feel like that in a lot of ways is kind of how a kid builds his confidence and sense of self at a young age. I was always trying to be better than my father. Really? Low key, high key, I should say. <laughs> no, because my, my whole thing was like, you know, how do I prove to you first and foremost I'm worthy? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to impress you. I want you to know, like, yo, I, I arrived. Like, because, you know, the conversations that just having with my father has, you know, walking you through leadership, manhood, mm. different things. And it was sometimes, it was, my mother couldn't understand it for the life of just how he had that much impression on on, on me as a child. And the times that, he came through was the times that he came through, but they were so impactful. Mm. My pops, man, he, he moved, he did a lot of work, putting a lot of people together. So his time was always split up, you know what I'm saying? But the time that, that we spent and all the times that I walked with him, it was like these conversations and these stories and the, the, the different, it, it almost, I could say he dropped a dose of that storytelling or, you know, my whole presentation off to the world. It's definitely him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely one and the same. Because of the conversations. He didn't just tell you something. Mm. Like, no, his passion with telling you something was, right. no, listen, check this out, right? Do you remember a time where your dad's, like, advice that he's given you kind of had to diverge? Because there's, like, a there's, there's up to a certain point with a kid, you could just be telling him, do the right thing, be a good kid, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, like, they're, like, 13, 14 or some shit. And you have to start... Moderating the advice that you're giving them, I think, to 
to start to include like how to really actually handle yourself as as a young man in this world and I've, there, there's a bit of a difference you know if you want to just be yeah. a good person for the rest of your life well I mean, I, I don't know. Like, maybe somebody punches you in the face and you just walk away and go home. Mm. <laughs> and at a certain point as a dad, you got to tell your kid, somebody punches you in the face, this is what you got to do. Right, right. And all of a sudden, it gets way more complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you yeah. might go to jail for what you might have to do to, to you know, it's like this is all of a sudden much more complicated. Hey, yo, he, but he made those moments feel like a, a, a badge of honor. Like, yeah. you handle your business. You know what I mean? No matter what. If you get the, ah, don't worry about that. What I need you to do is handle your business mm. in this regard. And those those was like those principles, those are the things, man, to this day, I know just certain things is just it's it's law. Mm. And it's crazy because as I started, you know, searching through myself, you know what I mean? And then, you know, cause after a while you start, you know, finding yourself hearing what what your parents say and different things, but you finding your own way. Mm. Or at least you think you are at those years, those impressionable years. Right. You know what I mean? Because you don't notice that, all right, you're telling me what you're telling me now. You know what I mean? And it, some of it is interesting and some of it is like, I can't really relate. Because mm. at the space that you're telling it to me, you've, you've, you know what's to come. Mm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until right, I moved out of those adolescent years, teenage years, coming into adulthood, I started to really come full circle with, oh... This is why you was giving it to me to that degree. Because mm. you knew it was coming. Right. You understood no matter what, I'm going to be in these positions. And you know what I mean? Feel rooted. Feel wholeheartedly about being a man amongst men in that room. Right. Know who you are. You know what I mean? Don't let nobody make you feel like you need to second guess or question yourself. You know what I mean? So I was always getting those that tutelage and them breadcrumbs. And they really, really... Help me as far as defining myself and feeling like, well, I don't got to go with the flow mm. with everybody. This feels true to me. That's this such a huge true. thing, teach a kid. Yo. You don't got to go with the flow. Yo. You can be your own person. Yo. You know? What? <laughs> don't oh. let... You can have the... These 10 kids think you're the biggest fucking weirdo on earth. Yo. Own that shit. <laughs> Lean into... That's you. It yo. doesn't matter. They they will love you for for how weird you are at yo. some point. Yo, yo, it must be so hard to convince a kid of that. You yo, know? but yo, and shout shout to Suki G, shout to Mama Love too, because uh, yo, listen, I was the kid in the corner. Mm. I spent a lot of time on my weirdo flow. Mm. Whoa, what? What? Same. I'd be in a room for like three four hours by myself. Drawing, writing, video games, music. <laughs> Basically, like, all the cool-ass kids were, like, playing basketball. I was, right, you know, right, right, like, right, right. I was just insular. Like, I wanted to work on my shit, even when I was, like, a little-ass kid. Yeah, you was the indigo kid, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, of the, all of the dudes that was into the arts all the way and spent a lot of isolated time, I feel like we were the precocious ones. We, we advanced. We knew mm. what we wanted to be and do very early. Yeah. You know, and yo, man, we blessed. Yeah. Blessed. No, definitely. And now I don't want to act like it's a big deal to be on this podcast, but, you know, I, here we are on this podcast. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, apparently totally. it's good to spend some time in your fucking room yeah, working yeah. on your shit. Yo, you know? <laughs> I, I swear this world will have you. Oh, we got to fit in. We got to, mm. you know, it's high school. You know what I mean? And the ones that usually, you know, do what they got to do, get where they need to be, you know, are the ones that are very sure and keen on like, well, listen, I see all of that, and you know, respectfully, y'all doing what y'all doing, but 
this is what I love, and this is who I am, and I'm going to be this, mm. you know, amidst it all. I, I really feel like the world is kind of set up, though, f- for you to, to find that out, though. Mm. Like, it's like necessary evil to me. But it's crazy because now it feels like the world is more set up for that because if you are a kid who just has, like, a weird interest, you you really like, you know, a certain type of music that's not that popular, or like, well, like, like now when you look at TikTok or YouTube or whatever, it glorifies having a fringe interest. Like, th- right. there's some guy for every hobby, there is some guy with a YouTube channel that's got that's a million subscribers <laughs> making a video. I watch videos that get half a million views. Every upload, this guy who opens Pokemon cards every day. Right. All he does is open them. He doesn't play it or anything. He just opens them. Million views every day, whatever. So, like, to a kid who thinks, like, oh, am I weird because I want to sit around and play with Pokemon cards? No. I can give you a very good example of some dude who's made a living by being the guy who's doing that, you know? Wow. And I wish that I kind of had that. Like, I think I'm lucky that, like, I started to get online around when I was, like, 13 years old or whatever, Mm, 14, mm. because I had years where I wasn't aware of that. But, you know, when I see something like that, it it does make me wonder because you ever see these 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 quizzes that come out where they do polling of young kids and it's like number one career that people want to do is they want to be like a a youtuber slash content creator and number two is a musician which is really really interesting to me because Mm. i you know when i think about my personality type as a kid i definitely definitely was i would have picked one of those two options for sure Mm. but it didn't seem Mm. like even a possibility like what are you gonna you're gonna host a tv show Right. Was I thinking about that yeah. as a kid? How the fuck? <laughs> I know. I never even met a person who worked in TV. I never met a guy who held a camera. Yo, you know, but you was getting. Yo, but that's the blessing mm. that you had that affinity even before it was like pushed out to you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's and look, we come back full circle. But do you think that if you grew up in this day and age with all this? media online and stuff like like where would your brain have I gone i wouldn't be i wouldn't be who i am today and that's why i said full circle coming back to uh the uncasa situation i found it <laughs> no that's what we were speaking about uh-huh. we were speaking about everything pre online before internet was this big wave and where you felt like i'm not in tune unless i'm on this device seeing what everything is going on and you like our whole everything is we're hooked in matrix mm. is alive like it's now but like we were talking about everything pre that and what it did for us mm. yo it made you have to dig you had to go in you know what i'm saying where it wasn't like okay it's there, and I'm just connecting with it because it's, I'm, I'm getting these vibes for it, and that's what everybody's doing, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to try it, and then, okay, you know. No, it's like I'm in tune with something, and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that, and I'm loving that, and it's forcing me to, well, it's not there, it's not there, but I got a hunch, and I'm going in for the kid. Like, I, I got to fill that out. So we was talking about, like, different parties and how house parties was the thing. And, mm. You know what I mean? How the dynamic used to go on in, in the house parties and different things that were happening when you didn't have to like be online. It's almost like it 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 killed something in terms of the degree of, of us striving to find that, that truth. Like, yo, hold up, it's not there, but I love this. And I don't care that it's not cool to you or you or you, but yo, that search, I feel like it's what's missing for finding more of those people that are just just got that real thing in them. 
If you spend all your time just watching people do shit online, you're never going to be able to think outside of that box and how to how you can do something that that's my thing completely different. You know, you're going to just keep elaborating on these ideas that's that my exist. Thing. You know, and this is why it's, it's almost like, wow, what are we what are we about to do? What are we about to create within each other? And this is why, like, you know, I, I I'm really truly at a point where I take everything I do is is that serious. It has to come from that space of integrity in terms of what I'm pushing out there, I want you to have this because it's really coming from love. No, it ain't about a dollar. It ain't about because I got to be here to do. No, I really want you to get something. Mm-hmm. So when it hits you, wow, I, I didn't feel that. How did you produce that? What was that? I need that. I want that. Mm. And, I, and I feel like before the game gets oversaturated with a lot of bullshit, that's what the ones that know that were pre before online really you still got them codes bro mm. like you still got that shit within where you where you could go back to when you was 10 9 when what you can go back to your room you can go back when you was isolating you can go in them spaces cuz you really got them codes in you mm. it ain't been stole you ain't you wasn't on like online you wasn't too saturated with the games you wasn't no you had a sense of self that came from a true space and yo that it's that you can still reach inside of you and find those and get that to the world. Listening to you talk about um, about how much you know the whole culture of battle rap has changed really fucking clocked me in that head because it made me think so much about how we as a people have changed and <laughs> I, I'm forced to compare it to my own uh, young existence. Like I start riding BMX bikes when I'm like 12 or 13. From that point on, my life is. To just be out riding bikes. Yeah, yo, you know, yo, I did that's the same it. shit. There, yeah, we <laughs> might we had a video camera, but we didn't bring it out every day. We'd only like film some shit once in a blue moon. Mm. And when I was like 19 or 20, I moved to New York because again, all I wanted to do was just be outside riding bikes. Right. And every night I'm literally just out riding bikes with the homies, like 10 hours a day, Fire. night, whatever. I would do what I had to do during the day, and then we're out riding bikes every day. And it's crazy because I see how different the current generation of kids is. They're just media obsessed. Skip. They're they're filming everything with their phones. They got Bro. cameras. They're making YouTube channels. They got Instagrams. And it's cool. Like I respect that they're trying to make something out of their passion and everything. But it is very different compared to the way I grew up where it was the whole point of being outside was to be outside. You was outside. <laughs> yes. We're sitting at Union Square until 2 o'clock in the morning. And there is no... Visual record of this. Right, we're right, just out. Right. You know, like that's what matters. And that's what mattered. And not so I could go like this. Yes. Yo. With the homies. Yo. Yes. That's though they gentrifying the whole goddamn world. A lot has changed, man. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Oh man. It's crazy, bro. Yo, yo. Because that- we were out to just like from my perspective, we were just out to impress like the the I guess ourselves and the people who are around and it's like who's around maybe a dozen people whatever but right. now it's like all these kids realize I can have like I can put a video clip online thousands of people might see it million people might see it Why so you, everything is done to ultimately maybe hit that target that's the thing and that's where the soul is missing that's that's mm. where I feel like you don't you don't have a sense of true self. You know what I'm saying? You doing this shit for the likes. You doing mm. it, what? No, I just like what I do. And that was it. And I fell in love with that. And that's the shit that, that, that whatever somebody do, I just want a sense of that in you. Mm. I want that passion to come from you. 
I, I really, really need that. Mm. No, no, I really need the love. You meet somebody who has that right now, it, it really, really, really stands out. Yo, they, they, listen, I'm, co- I'm collecting. Mm. I'm collecting people with the real shit, with the love in them. Mm. I really mean that, man. When I find that in you, low, we on, we talking about it. Like I'm, I'm building with you. We doing this, cause yo, it's, it's like we're a dying breed. Mm. And it's sad to say, man. We, it, it now, we have to take it to another level. We like really take it to another level. So when we hit them with it, it's like, oh, okay. Like it, it, it kind of stops the party. It stops the show. It, it has to. If not, man, I, I'm, it's, I'm scared to see where we'll be at. In not even the next five years. Mm. Next two to three, like. Once you start basing all of your your behavior on what you think that the result in terms of engagement on social media or whatever, like like in the early days of Instagram, it was super common, even for like a well-known rapper or whatever, to post like a shitty club photo with somebody. Like you, you see somebody you like in the club, you post up a shitty ass iPhone photo, it looks a hundred times worse than the photo yeah, we even look yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't see a lot of that anymore because now it's like, especially with like, Real influencers with millions of followers and stuff. I mean, they get a professional photographer. They take the most clean ass photos. <laughs> but even 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 just break it down to this. There's a lot of people, and I don't like we, we might all see some of ourselves in this description, but mm. you might have your best friend in the world, like this kid you know since you were growing up, and you know if you post a photo with him and nobody really knows who he is, that you're gonna get a thousand likes. And then in comparison, you you are at the corner store and you see Cameron. <laughs> And you and know you, if you post a photo with Cameron, you're getting 20,000 likes. That shit is crazy. But Cameron don't know me from a hole in the wall. Right, you know, like, right. that, that's cool. Like, it's one of my favorite rappers for sure, so it's maybe not even the best example. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, like, like if you're going to use your Instagram to post a photo just with the famous dude and not the dude that you really got love for, that you grew up with, Yo. all of a sudden we're, we're operating under some perverse incentives some here, shit. you know? That's some shit that like, you need to just And we all do that without realizing it. Yo. No, I'm, 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 I'm victim of it too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a moment right there. Like, where we just need to really assess. Like, damn. Oh man, it's the climate, and and what is this to say about what are we gonna be producing? Mm-hmm. You know, I me mean? moving forward, and that's that's really where the cycle of life is is at, and what it's in. We not just up here doing what we doing for no reason. It has to be impactful for the reason thereof. Why? You gotta really factor in what's my why now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I'm, I'm really back on like fundamentals, principle shit. Just like really factoring in like, yo, where am I at on, on, on the basis of just what are we doing this for? I had to really scale it back, and you know what I mean. Like my people to tell you, man. Like the, the regiments is different. What we doing? How you yo? Why are you doing that? What are we producing? Like. And and look, if we're gonna do a project, it does it have a degree of what we speak about in it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I'm really mindful now. Like, yo, if I don't do that, then if I am an influencer and somebody sees me, then what are they taking from every time they see me? Mm-hmm. And what does that? What do they put in then their tank to say? Oh, I caught that. And then what are they producing? Like, it's really a love connection amongst us all. So I'm thinking about, yo, what's this shit about to be? You know what I mean? It, I, I hate to feel like we're going in a, in a decline mm. with all the shit that we got to really say we can make contact and touch each other. It feel like we're moving further away from that. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, yo, man, it really does something to me. So this is where, you know, my whole new fight, you know, is, is really at. Now as we go in to doing everything that I'm doing and, yo, listen, I got a battle coming up, all that, like, the level in which we about to go to, it's just, if I'm not doing more than what I did before, it don't count. It's, it just don't count, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, if if you're not... Look, but, okay, so for each battle, do you have to feel like you're conquering new challenges? What? You have to. I tell you. Because it's going to feel so dull and redundant. You can't just keep having them set up pins for you to knock down, right? That's why, listen, I make sure every time I, 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 I spin the block, if, if I'm not doing more, you know, in terms of being mindful of what I'm producing, I, I, I don't want to do it. Because I understand what that journey is. Mm. See, not the result, yeah. but the journey. And I, I really, I'm in love with life in that space, in that regard of, that's why it's like, yo, what you think is life, you don't know shit, you don't know shit. Mm. You don't know, you don't know. Like that journey, when I'm going in them spaces and then I'm learning, that's why I say, we talk about finding more of yourself in each time around the bend, I, I, I got to take it up this level. All right, I learned in that in, in, in that regiment right there when I had to prepare for that battle. I saw what I didn't do. This time around, I got to do that, and I got to double that. I got to double down. Because hmm. not just for the result, but really in the space of the journey, you know how much I'm uncovering hmm. that's being unveiled to me? Not just about me, but in, in relation to you, and then you in relation to so-and-so, and, and how it all connects. No, it, it ain't just... This, now the, I'm looking at the whole field. Mm. And I look, not only that, I, I could touch it. I could connect with it. That's what it was with the unjoint. I should go up in the cipher. No bullshit. Why do you not? You here, loved one there, so-and-so there, so-and-so. Pre-internet. Mm -hmm. None of that. I couldn't study what you did, who you were, what you... I ain't know none of y'all. Right. But we going block to block. We doing ciphers. When we, all right. I lie to you not, eh? I'm watching you stand there like that. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him. I'm sizing up everything and everybody before you say anything. Mm. I knew who was level five mutants. Mm. I knew who was the ones already. Right. Just the way you stand and position yourself. I could feel, oh, no, nah, he's something to be reckoned with. Right. All right. I know some killers in the building. Yeah. All right. This, this is going to be one of them ones. I knew, or I should know, oh, I, I'm about to kill. I should go in front of the dude's projects. I battle dudes, listen, we had to do this for, for uh, bread and meat. We don't work, we don't eat. This is real shit. I was getting money like this. Right. Battles. Rest in peace, my man, 2-5 used to run us up Mount Vernon, Yonkers, all of that. Because, we you know, we was, we was the shit in Harlem. Mm. Real shit before DVDs, the ones that know, know, like, you know what I'm saying? The ones that know we knew who all the killers was. So you couldn't really like run nobody into no cypher. Like, oh, I know you. Mm. But 2-5 used to run us up the way. Boom, boom, we used to battle dudes. I'd be in front of your whole set, your whole projects. And I knew already they didn't have them codes. <laughs> we was hungry. We was starving. We really did this. Cypher here, cypher there. Shout out to T-Rex. I mean, I, I'm, I'm talking killers, the dudes that really like know, like, we used to have to be in the mix of them things. Mm. And I say shout out to T-Rex because he was very inspirational at that, at that pivotal moment. T-Rex used to stand outside every day, 
every day looking for a cipher, looking for a battle. Mm. But we, I'm saying that to say we come from that nature. So when he used to run us up there to be in the field with them, they ain't, like, they ain't built like that. Mm. So we should just run through them. But I say that to say this is how we were so in tune to what was going on and our energy mm. and our truth that I just would connect with everything around me. I knew it. Wasn't no guessing, wasn't no, oh, I saw you. So then now, okay, I know what you're coming with. But no, mm. it took me to a whole nother degree. We still got them codes. But how far were you seeing into the future at that time? Like, for, in terms of what kind of guy you wanted to be, like, was it good enough to you at that time? Like, I'm going to be the man around town. I'm going to be the best rapper that me and all my friends and everybody else in this world that I know about knows. Mm -hmm. Was that enough for you at that time? At the time, it was like... You yeah. weren't thinking, like, I need to have X amount of dollars in the bank. I need to have this, this, and this material possession. Like, were you completely not thinking about that side of things? So not thinking no, about okay. that. that, it, that it was that's so, very pure. <laughs> no, it was so... I had to be a name that was mentioned amongst them names. Mm. God, strike me down from lying. I had to be one of the ones in them conversations when they talked about them dudes who was them dudes. Right. Had to be the man amongst men. I just... Not to be the one, but just to be... No, yeah, he's somebody to reckon with, too. Mm. The collective. Like, what? What? And it's just Harlem. Like, this like this, this the Mecca. But don't get it twisted. The Bronx had, had killers. We, it was dudes from Queens. It was, it was it was certain dudes that knew, all right, yo, if you one of the ones, then you'll pop out. But, like, I ain't going to hold you. It's a lot of dudes that's, that from that part of town, we held up the mantle because we was just hungry. Oh, no, I got to shout out Philly. Shout out Philly. Philly had killers too. That was just like that. You know what I mean? Like you get on a Chinatown bus? Mm, yeah. Because that smoke, no? Oh, <laughs> that $20 Chinatown joint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might be 20 now. It used to be like 10 when yeah, I nah, first back moved then, there. Yeah, back then it was yeah. like, oh my God, it was dirt cheap. But no. But okay, th does it kill you a little bit? Like, yes, there's that purity, but I mean, there are battles from eight years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, that you can go watch on YouTube and reflect on that. But I'm sure you've been in all kinds of crazy-ass battles that you got no proof that it ever even happened. And if yeah. you did have that video, that would be the greatest thing you could yeah. ever have. If you if you were to discover a video of yourself rapping that long ago right now, right. you'd be like, yes, I cannot believe I get to watch this. It'd be so amazing. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Look, it's, it's pros and cons. Yeah. It's pros and cons. Mm. But I just I just want us to be more mindful yeah. of the balance. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's cool, but not don't get into a space where that's just how you say that's just all of it. Like, yeah, we're going to reach out and do more and touch each other with it. That's cool, but... I still need that because maybe because I'm aware of it. Maybe because mm. you're aware of it and you know it's more to it than just this. Right. It, see what it is? I remember how 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 grand it was. Mm. How how big that playing field was. Like you would say, yo, you just rapping on the corner, boom, 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 boom. But you couldn't tell me that wasn't the world. Mm. That wasn't everything. You know what I love watching still is just graffiti shit. Because that is the ultimate thing <laughs> yeah. that motherfuckers are just out going so hard, putting their freedom at risk, Yo. spending money, risking getting arrested for shoplifting and, and whatever. All this. And then after you do it, you literally can't reveal your identity at all. 
the homies know, whatever, like the other graffiti artists know. Maybe there's some cops who even know, but you're, you, it's a big part of your job yeah, yeah, is to yeah. make sure that the cops don't know. Right, right. That's kind of a beautiful thing because it's just inherently, you, it can't ever really be fully blown out. You Yo, know? and, and it's, it's your work. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not who you are. Yes. It's the work. And your work is inherently fleeting because it's going to get covered up. The train's going to leave town, mm. et cetera. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. And that is interesting, too, because that's the number one element of hip-hop that got left behind. Maybe breakdancing also. Yeah. Yo, more so, yeah, graffiti. And the crazy thing is, that's what my pops used to do. Really? Used to run around with Faze and them. Wow. Like really, they was a part of that 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 startup crew running around risking their freedom, um, going on trains and going in the yard, and he used to tell us all of these stories. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's like wow, I I know I'm from that lineage of energy, mm. and I think we'll be doing such a disservice to have that still in us, and don't strive as hard as we can to keep producing that. Mm. That's bullshit. But That's now bullshit. you have to manage that. With the fact that if you were to just go rap on a street corner, I mean, like, some other person's going to film it. <laughs> it's going to end up on YouTube. It's, and then yeah. you're not going to get paid, and then you're not going to make any money off it in general. So it's kind of like, to be fully hardcore with it, you have to be a bad businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> yo, yo. But damn. And you just made me think of the last time I really bear witness to just a cypher happening. Right. You, uh, I think uh, I heard you tell that story about you just randomly seeing it. Because I was thinking that, like... You know, you're grown. Like, you can negotiate a fucking fee to do your job. Yeah. The kid who's going to battle on the street corner and actually be able to, like, really get somewhere doing that is going to be the kid who's got absolutely nothing. And that right. he has to do that to get his name right. up, right? Right, right. But like you said, got to be a bad businessman. And is that such a bad thing, though? <laughs> exactly. Because now we all want to be businessmen. Right. But when we were, like... We were geeked off of Nas turning down the Coca-Cola commercial. You know, like like th- that was like that. We Nas needed to do that to be the Nas that we loved. Yes, yes. You know, so what, that's 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 the jewels. Yeah, that's that's it, bro. That's really it. It's like, yo, they done paid me to take that that essence from me, mm. like. And I, I think we really we really got to go back and soul search for, like, really what this shit is, man. And maybe this is why I say it's going back to necessary evil. Like, this shit got to probably get so saturated to where we be just be like that guy. And what's, uh, what's the movie? Is it the TV movie where he's just screaming at the whole audience? The Truman like, Show? wake up. Is it the Truman where Show? Where he's, like, trapped inside the bubble? Not, like- not, not the Truman Show, but the, where the guy is screaming at the audience. And he's, like, screaming at him for, like, like... Five to ten minutes straight, and he's going on a rant. It's like an old movie. Old movie. It's, it's, he's, he's going, oh, man. We got to look that up. We got to find that. It's the it's it's old guy. He's in a suit. He's, he's in the audience, and he's just screaming at them. I feel bad for the audience that's screaming the name of the movie. Out of the- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. They're looking at this, and they know it. They know what movie we're talking about. But I, we feel like that guy. Like I, I, I mean, that's what this is. Mm. And it's like. Those that know, the predecessors, they knew, like, this shit can, you know, perhaps go to a point where we won't get back mm. if that's just be it. And I just feel like we some of them A-likes and them vanguards that just know and, you know, have to say that. Like, this is dope. You got a platform, bro, like this, that still could give you just, you know, 
unadulterated conversation, just like, you know, it ain't tainted. You know mm. what I mean? That's a that's a beautiful thing, especially when you look at media, when you look at everything. They tell you it's freedom of speech, but is it really? Mm. You know what I mean? They, they, man, they dumbing a lot of shit down. I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, New York City nowadays, one of the biggest things that it's known for is the whole drill scene side of things. Mm-hmm. I probably never would have... You never would have seen this. that shit, right? Well, well, like you, you think of hip hop as kind of being like, or society as a whole as like progressing and getting better, and then like with rap, it's kind of like, well, so everybody kind of like got sick of hearing people like rap and and rap well, and now y'all <laughs> want to hear a bunch of people rap exactly the same, but about shooting at each other. Yo, and no offense, because obviously there's been a lot of there, there is good talent that has come out of that. Yeah, but it's also kind of like a format that it feels like any old shitty ass rapper could dump themselves into. Yeah, and people will somehow gravitate to it because there's like violence attached to it. It's a very strange state of affairs. Yeah, um, part of it is because it has a real element in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So they are attracted to that. I, I understand that totally. And then the other part of it is is it's the whole pyramid thing. You know, base column is wide, but as you go further up, it gets slim at the top. So where we strive for that, look, you were praised for your excellence. Mm. But then was it... It's crazy because the I could say that the business format came in and there wasn't no money in it because people couldn't relate or they, they somehow dumbed it down. But it was it was more like... Could people at the bottom truly keep relating to it? Mm. You understand? Because that's always a problem that you'll run to, into is that when you really reach like an elite level of something, then the the average audience isn't going to care. A, yeah, the the yeah. motherfuckers who watch UFC fights do not want to see elite technical jujitsu. They want to see someone get knocked out yep. or choked out. Yo. Like, the, but the, the intricacies of, you know, the, the best rap that you will ever do in your life will be the rap that is not appreciated by 80%, <sighs> 90% of people who heard it. Oh, man. Oh, my God. You said it. Mm. And I feel like it's because they this microwave age, the instant gratification is what killed the journey. Mm. So because it killed the journey, people don't touch power. Now we have to do like tweets where we remind people like, yo, it's normal to not be successful until you're in your 30s or 40s. Like mm. that, that's not out of the ordinary. Just because you like you see people get those tweets off and be like, well, Jay-Z didn't have a record deal until he was 27. Yada yada. It's like, yeah, like why why do why why do we need to be reminded of that? No, like, of course it takes a long time to get good at something. Yeah, yeah. And I but that's the thing. They we praising mm-hmm. bullshit too much. Not not that it's bullshit, but it's at a you give him praise at a certain level. And these short rewards don't allow for people to keep striving. Mm. So if, if you tell him, yo, man, I'm getting money. You're doing bullshit, but I'm getting money. All right. So I guess it's successful then. All right, you're getting money. Mm. So, all right, cool. And your best argument against that is going to be something that they might have a hard time comprehending because they're going to be like, well, I'm, I'm getting money. Right. <laughs> it's like, we get it. So, you're getting yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. So that, that's not the end of the conversation. Right. Like, there's more to it than just you're getting money. It's great that you're getting money, but it doesn't mean that you have to stop assessing and dissecting your fucking yes. motivations, dude. Yes. Yeah. And that's where we're going to get the best art, man. Mm. The best produced shit that really makes us go, this is what life is. This is what this shit is about. That shit right there, oh my God, it's fucking amazing. Mm. And it usually gets killed because 
somebody probably got a bag too early and then, you know what I mean, he didn't have to keep striving mm. to reach a certain level of excellence. I think we got we got to revamp this whole shit, man, like slowly but surely. There, there's like a weird thing that's happened where there there is no underground anymore. And I'd say that in the sense that it's very tough to be a successful underground rapper who really has something going on without a label sliding in and trying to snatch it up. That's their job. Like yeah. they, they got to try to get that person young. But as a result, the underground doesn't, you know, it's like people just graduate up out of that for a while. So it's, it's hard to be a, 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 mm. a, a, a underground artist who's really popping because they just pull you up out right. of that and they start managing your career and, and, doing, and giving and you put, looks and, you know. And the format that you did to get discovered now was being, no, hold on, no, we're going to do it like this now. Mm. But that main thing that made you see what I was doing, you came in and then you put this, this, what is that? And yeah, man. It, it really it really takes somebody to really be mindful and really be true to self to say, no, I really enjoy what I do. I love what I do and don't taint my shit. Mm. Let me let me love. That's very that, that man, that's what I'm, I that's what I know we're here for. Mm. How do you how do you live your life these days? Like what what's an average day? What what have you realized is the actual stuff that you want to be doing in an average day that really makes you happy? Talk about like where your life is at in that regard. Get get I because we see you whoop somebody's ass in the ring every like six to twelve months or whatever. Right. I want to know a little bit more about the real day to day. Yeah. No. My my day to day really consists of I'm really like an introvert in regards to I deal I got I have to deal with internal affairs mm. first and foremost before I can even step foot out into the to the world. So I'm I'm assessing where I'm at progressively like spiritually. I ain't I'm really, I'm really there. Like you know, um, um, how to keep improving in things that I feel are bad habits. You know what I mean? Only because I, I want, I look at my world as how do I keep reaching these other spaces of self and and develop myself in that space for truly what I am. I'm really all day. I'm trying to discover that, and then running into. Um, things that can possibly pull me out of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really 25-8, how do I stay focused? Because mm. there's a lot of people who they sort of like wake up and they get to work. And it's like there's a lot of people, myself included, who if you don't have a very strict schedule that you're falling into, then your energy can kind of be all over the place and yeah. end up leading you in all kinds of different ways where all of a sudden you're working on different things every day. And there's a beauty to that. But then it's also like I find myself sort of scheduling out my days a lot so mm -hmm. that I have that. Like if I have big blocks, like I, I love getting up to work out every single morning because then my brain does not have time to lay in bed and be like, oh, I don't know right. what I'm doing. I'm gonna look at my phone for two hours. Right, like, right. It, it, it gets you going, and that's I think important, you know. And I, I think that's that's why I'm as well. I'm I'm finding myself as from from soon as I get up, I'm factoring in. Okay, um, it's like the never-ending uh, story for real. It's like I love it though when the days stop separating themselves. Mm. Yeah, no, that that shit is when the days stop separating. So you like that? What? The when you can kind of like forget that it's Wednesday, right? Like Monday not, right now, but yeah, but not even that. just like all right. I, it's almost like I took a nap, but I'm I'm, I'm almost in the, it's the same frame though. So I, I can't explain that energy because and I, and I'm saying that to you to say because 
it's up and down like the stock market mm. in terms of that's why where the focus lies in terms of how do I stay the course and get better so that energy can taper off if I if I slip a beat. Mm. You know what I mean? So I look at all right, I, I wanna focus on um like how you say I get up and I factor in, all right, my workouts. All right, what, what, what am I working out today? You know what I mean? Whether it be legs, I'm hitting the gym. So all of that's in, in, in my mind. Then how, how my diet may shift, all of that. Mm. But I'm factoring all of that in relation to what it is that I had to do to put what I got to put my energy into. Mm. You understand? So the workout is necessary because I know that pure energy I want to put into what the, the, the order of the day is. Mm. But the order of the day Right, though it may be specific things like I got to make phone calls, I got to go to this place, I got to do that. It's still self, though. Mm. It's still me in everything I do. I see the mirrors. Mm. I see it in you. I see it in all my loved ones. I see it in everything. So we we are truly in a space where nothing is separate thereof. You know what I mean? I'm looking at me in all of it. And how do we we get all of us in this space and keep this space? Mm. This is this there's nothing more important than this. Right now, when I look at the state of the world and as it is right now, mm. now it may change, you know what I'm saying? It may get the other space where, okay, I'll be cool. You know, I can do different things, I can lay off and but right now I just feel like it, it's totally I'm at war. But I'm in I'm at I'm at peace in war. I really mean that. Mm. I'm truly at peace in this space. And maybe because that's just the order of the day. Right. And I feel like sometimes the world distracts us from truly what's the order of the day. Right. And if you're not in tune with that, sometimes they can feel like, yo, I'm out of whack right now. And this is probably why you get up, you work out, because certain things got to align them chakras. I heard somebody say that your day is about creating a sequence of small successes. So basically, mm-hmm. like, if mm-hmm. I can wake up and work out, eat breakfast, take a shower, go get a coffee at Starbucks, drive to work, you're, you're creating, like, a bunch of small successes that hopefully can, like, lead to you having more and more of that. But on the other hand, if you wake up and realize somebody broke into your car and, mm-hmm. you know, you're, the, the dog shit all over the kitchen and, and, you know, if you have a bunch of bad things happen in a row early in the day... Doesn't that sound like a day where you're not really getting shit accomplished? You know, like when you have Mm. everything go bad, it can be kind of hard to get yourself back on track. And I think in that case, it's just really important that you remind yourself things have been shitty so far. So if I can start to get any small successes after that, then Mm. that's a W. But I think when you start your day off with these little successes, then you're really like building up towards a day where you can be mega productive. Yeah, and, yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. And then I've had certain days that might have started, ah. Mm. But look, though, I fought, though. Mm. I didn't just go like, ah, this day is, I said, you know, I, I still went with the fight. So I've had days that started off crazy. And then at the tail end, something amazing happened. Mm. Or I run into somebody or... You know what I mean? So those are things, the days I go back and I analyze. All right, what did I do at this point? And then why did that happen? Mm. You know what I mean? And all right, how did it segue and why did it segue? I'm always questioning that, always asking, always in it, in the heart of it. Mm. And I think that that takes a, a, a form of discipline, like that you really got to like know, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on this mission. And that's why they, I guess they say idle time is the devil's playground. Because, mm. like, 
But that that I would be worried about somebody who really believes that because I think you got to leave some empty time in your brain for your brain to start to reveal to you. Like that's what meditation mm-hmm, is about. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna clear my mind so that the bullshit that I'm not that I'm going out of my way to not think about can start to rise to the surface. I, I, I catch that. I catch that. But then they say, that what about what about active meditation? Then mm, no, that's good too for sure. Because I find I'm doing that when I'm. If I if I go and I'm thinking about um, how can I execute something, or if I'm just writing around, mm. you know what I'm saying? I'm still channeling. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm still having you know that holy communion. But have you time. tried to like really like meditate? Just real. I have such like a hard time like consistently doing it. Like I can do it, but yeah. from time to time, and it's like my brain is really scared of that because it's like. If if mm. I really clear my mind, what's gonna come up? Like, am I gonna start to think about things that I don't want to think about? Mm. Like, maybe I'm not happy with X and X and X part of my life, and that is valuable information. And you can also assume that if there are things that are floating around in your brain that you never really assess, that you're kind of leading yourself into a position where that is gonna somehow manifest itself negatively in mm. your brain. Maybe something negative is gonna come from you ignoring what maybe you should be thinking about. Mm. I feel like then that's the whole idea though, right? Mm. For it to reveal itself. Yeah. I mean? And I feel like even though you go through the day consistently, it still is though. Mm. I feel like like life has a a centerpiece. That no matter what, it's always trying to get you there to, to look at that that eye in the mm. middle. And whatever you go through, it's to knock you back to this space though. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why Nip said, "Yo, it's a marathon." Right. Because you, you, what, what is life but ordering up the whole day? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's just putting order to this shit. What I worry about though is that with the way that our phones are and everything now, it's oh, like man. it's set up to make sure that you really don't even have a second to be to yourself. Like you know, you very much know that at any given moment you can go to your Instagram stories and watch a hundred, two hundred, three hundred people that you know. And you can see what their day is like, which is cool. But at the same time, you know, you, you might be looking at that instead of sort of allowing your brain that 20 minutes to sort of, you know, like we used to do a lot of sitting back and thinking like, Yo, yeah. motherfuckers really sit around on their phones like crazy. Now, like I remember before the phone was everything, you'd really be like when you were standing on the sidewalk, when you were sitting at the skate park, whatever. Oh, it's right. like dudes really talk to each other Yo. in a way that they don't anymore. Oh my God. And that's what makes this kind of foreign now. Mm. That's what makes podcasts stand out now is that this just right, sitting and talking. Me and you, if we just knew each other, we would have done this on the steps in front of some building right, for no right, reason. Right. Just because the vibe is like dope. Like, oh, shit. Doesn't that sound like something we would not do now? Because <laughs> like we could record it and put it on the internet for people to see. Yo, that shit is crazy. And, yeah. and, and people really like this. Yo, y'all, people do that? Like they, actually, they looking at this shit like like it's art in a museum. Yo, that's that's crazy. Mm. It's like the playing field keeps getting lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered. And, mm. and you're forcing yourself to really have to understand someone. Like mm. just to have a conversation with a random person that you maybe don't even know that well. And to think about things from their perspective. Sometimes right. with this shit, yeah. I think this is almost put me in a box where I'm not really used to having in-depth conversations with people outside of this. Mm. You know, people in my world, yes. But then, like, at a certain point, like, when random people try to have conversations with me or some shit, it's like, my brain kind of, like, instinctually tells me, like, 
you don't want to waste a half hour having a conversation with this Yo! random dude for no reason. Like, this is what you do for a living. Yo, no bullshit. Oh, my God. Oh, this comedian. Oh, man. Ah, I don't know his name. If somebody listen, I'm gonna nobody's say this joke. Nobody's getting credit today. Yeah, nobody's getting credit today. It's, I'm gonna just say this joke though, and if somebody, if y'all heard it, please like put it somewhere. He's not a comedian, so he don't got to give credit. Like Yo, that, you know? he, it was shit was so deep and so funny. He, he he kept going. I look at videos now, and I look at the duration of the video, and I start to think to myself. Um, so how much time do I have for this thing? Because he was thinking about he's factoring in like life and when you're gonna die. So he said, like, looking at this shit, do I have time for this? Hmm. And he was questioning everything that went on and asked himself, do I really got time for this? Nah. And the, the way he told the joke was so fucking beautiful because his certain shit was just coming randomly out of nowhere. Hmm. And he was like, um, I don't think I got time for that. And he just kept moving on to different things. Right. Shit was so deep. but You're kind of always, like, when you look at YouTube, you're doing that assessment yo. of... Do I have an hour to watch that? Yo, or do I want to... No, maybe there's something else. Maybe there's something more that I like more. And the mere fact that it says 20 minutes, you won't look at it. Mm. And it could be some thought-provoking shit that, that you can really, really use. That maybe... And I swear, the mere fact that it even showed up in your scope, nine times out of ten, is for you. Mm. But look what they're doing, though. The mere fact that you're so used to instant gratification... You won't even have the effort to put the time in for the journey that's necessary for your growth. Mm. So they taking that from you, right? Because you're not even conditioned like that. Mm. This is what they doing with the with the, the fast pace and everything. You ain't got look. Even in battle rap, I told people this a while ago. The fans now hate the setups. They hate a four to eight bar getting to the point. They'll hate a scheme. Mm. They just want the punch. <laughs> look, the dopamine is on. <laughs> On crack for real. Right. <laughs> that they just, I need it, I need it. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. You don't even enjoy the. I remember Kiss said that to me. I swear to me and Jada was in the studio. He was like, Yo, bro, I, I even like, I even catch the build ups. I catch the body before you hit the punch. Yeah. That shit meant so much to me mm. because I knew as a writer, I make sure that you getting those little diamonds in there before I even hit you with the ah. Mm. Just. That was so beautiful. And it's still so beautiful to me. And the, the, the dudes that are writers that really respect the craft, we love that shit. Mm. But what they do, they'll sacrifice that because the fan don't want that. The fan don't feel like waiting. Mm. They, they don't even know, though. Right. This is what I mean where you got to stand on your truth. You don't even know what I'm giving you. Right. But hopefully you'll grow. And when you get it, you'll be like, damn, I appreciated that. But I, when I think of guys like you and Daylight and shit, like y'all are like the definitive sort of characteristic of you is that you don't make it easy on the audience. Can't, like you're not like just you serving it. Like being simplistic with your raps, the way that like most rappers rap nowadays, yeah. is just not really gonna be doing anything you know battle rap wise. Right? Yeah. That, that that dude would be like, oh, that's crazy. Mm. I gotta throw that shit away. It just I can't I can't say it. Mm. It don't. It's not. It's not fulfilling. Right. And it's just. I. I think after you reach a certain level, you understand that no, nah. This is. This is. This is that shit. Like I mm. can't stand to just say that shit. And I don't care if you. You might. Ooh, ah. But it's. It's something missing. And I feel like that's the great challenge. I feel like you know in your heart of hearts you should be going there, despite the world 
and you trying to go with their flow. Mm. You know that. And that's why the, the pyramid is it's lonely at the top, they say. But it's your integrity. It's the mere fact that you did that, that I know my heart of hearts, somebody out there going to get it. Mm. And I'm, I'm at the point where that's, that's why I do it now. Mm. Like, so yeah, you might not see me, you might see me once a year, you may, but I got to do it for that. And that's why, some, like, a lot of people saying, yo, me and the daylight battle going to be the end game. Like, that's going to be it. Because, yeah, we're going to push. Without a shadow of a doubt, we don't care what you talking about, we don't care what you think. We know what the ladder is. We know the scope of things. Mm. We really know. So this ain't about the uh, the fanfare and, oh, because that shit out the window mm. with this shit. You put me and him one in a box, that's it, that's it. And then, you know, you can assess this shit for years on and, oh, pick out every piece. But you're going to have to do that. It's almost like if you guys battle, since you're both so good at the theatrics, that you should both just show up in, like, a white tee and jeans yeah, and, I, just, and just boom, rap. Like, I, no props, no nothing crazy. You, you took the thought out. I ain't coming with none of that shit. <laughs> because otherwise, you. it's just going to be too much. Like, if you guys both come in and one of you is wearing an elephant costume and the other <laughs> one is you know like there's just so many yeah 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 you know i feel you i feel you i mean but this i always said that like this shit right here this one i said this is the one where i get to take off mm. yeah i don't gotta play to the crowd because for a long time it's, it's been about those big rooms with the fans liking Oh, you got to get an ooh out of that one and an ah out of this one just because that's what they want. Mm. And I knew in my heart of hearts, yeah, this is the one where I get to be as free as I can possibly be. And I can really, you know, give you my truth. Definitely. Yeah, that's that shit. This shit going to be beautiful. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> the other day I was looking at a list of like the top 20 rap songs in the country or of the year or some shit. And it occurred to me that it, like there's only two basically like two styles of rap documented mm. on this which is like a street rap you know you got mm. like a, a poo shiesty or like whoever like all these like super mega gangster dudes talking about street shit on their records whatever and then you have like basically like pop music like that is basically being called rap music at this point and a lot of it it's just classified under hip-hop when you listen to it it's like there's almost no rapping going on right right yeah no, and then i'm thinking mean. in my head i'm like they tell us that rap is the biggest genre in the world. But if they were a little bit more honest about the genre, mm. this list would not exist like this. This is clearly two different types of music under the same list. Heard you. And that's cool. But Heard you. It's kind of confusing. It's like, y'all are really telling me that like rap music is the biggest <laughs> genre in the world? I mean, like, yo, I love Griselda. But like, look at the numbers on Griselda. It's not otherworldly it's right, not it's, right. it's solid it's cool right but i mean that's like some of the most popular like rappers that's, like hardcore yeah. rappers Rap. that, that sort of fit the aesthetic we grew up with and stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm yeah. just like how, like like the there's just so many of these songs are not really rap songs in any way except for the fact that it's a young black kid performing it yeah <laughs> you know yeah and i yeah it's it's the it's the cadence it's the all the theatrics i guess that go into it the the different um I guess fusions of different music that came with it and the artists start to try new shit. But yeah, I'm in the boat with you too. That that's not hip hop. That's not that's not the fundamental rap that we come up on. Right. And I think it's because, yeah, well, dudes started figuring, all right, rap is now taking off and I guess you know, other other versions that come with it and people attach certain things to it. 
And that, that's what make it what it is. And that's, I guess, where you got to be a vanguard. Where you got to say, yo, no, that's not that. This is how you should categorize that. This is mm. that shit. This is the real. Right. You know, and that, you know, that's, yeah, I guess it's pop. It's just popular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we can all appreciate a good pop song. We've of all, course. You know? Of course. But it is a different thing. Yeah. Ultimately, totally. Right. And it, it need to be said. <laughs> and I think for people to assess what they're really listening to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. It's like it's like hip hop is like an aesthetic choice. It's more of like a yeah. style of dress and how you carry yourself and what kind of right, person you are right. rather than the actual you, act of rapping. Yo, I I this man, this this whole conversation, I, we are in the same world. We watching the same shit and we looking at how Whatever's happening right now with the things that we formerly knew yeah. has been transitioned. And I, I could say it didn't keep the same feel that we grew up on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But look, however you take it, I think people have to assess that with themselves. You know what I mean? That has been said. You planted, We planting seeds. And then now you got to listen for those that know, I say, and those that know would be the ones, I guess, would be authority figures to some degree to say, well, that's not that. This is this. And though they're going with the flow that they're going with, I got to stay true to say, yo, that's that. You know what I mean? And look, a lot of that shit sometimes you can't even say. This mm -hmm. goes back to us and what we produce, though. And you can't say it because it needs to be felt, mm -hmm. truly. And this is why every spin around, every sci-fi I go around the bin with having to complete a new task, a new project, and my doing everything in my whole heart of hearts to make sure I did better than I did last time, mm. to produce a degree of energy that really resonates with somebody as true, as real. Can't just say that shit, yeah? Because mm. then you're a hater. Yeah. Are oh, you hating? Yeah, that's a weird thing. There's <laughs> such a big incentive to not be a hater. But yeah. when you think about like the '90s and shit, everybody was like, "Everybody said, hater. yo, right?" <laughs> Niggas said what they felt like. Nah. It was normal, like, "Oh, Puffy putting out singles where he's wearing flashy suits right. and they're using That's... these old samples." Fuck that right, shit. Right, the norm right. was to say, "Fuck that yo, shit." Yo, yo, the truth. That's the, changed a lot. Yo, look. Look. Now, if you hate on something that's popular, even if you have every reason to not like it, right? Oh, you a hater? You hating? Are you hating? I'm hating. <laughs> I've been the first to say this shit. I'm telling you right now. And that's another thing that is too. Is people don't be having. They don't be touching power. Mm. They don't touch power enough to stand on they on they shit. This is what I mean. I, this is how I feel. Mm. That's my truth. Fuck popular opinion and all that. Uh, yeah, call me a hater. Well, well, but it's my truth. I hate this keeps happening to me. I keep saying, yo, you, you hear that new song? That song sucks. <laughs> and then somebody will say, yo, but that shit did 30 million views first week. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right, right. My, my reason for what I think of a song does not have a lot. Like, what are you yeah. saying when you tell me it has 30 million views? Okay, it's a successful business venture. Mm -hmm. This is it's, mm -hmm. It did well. It made money for everyone involved, I'm sure. Right, That's right. great. But I'm not going to let you sit here and tell me that, like, like, there's very popular rappers that I've had this conversation with and people keep saying... He sold this many records. I don't give a fuck if he sold that many records. And I hate that it's so foreign for you to hear me say that and think that I'm bugging. Yo. 
Because why yeah. the fuck do I care about how much money it made? I'm talking about the the, 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 the value art, of yes! it. Yes, and I don't think I'm being that close-minded because it's not like it has to be rapidly rap, 100% lyrical shit, whatever. Like if I'm having an opinion about something, it's like. You know, I, I'm open-minded to different styles of music and shit, but just don't tell me that it's good because it's popular. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what it is. And don't tell me it's good just because you're looking at the numbers and the numbers consider or say to you, oh, mm. yeah, it's the shit. Because we're in the music business. I know that these numbers are not always real. So let's start there. And even <laughs> if the numbers were real, again, I don't care. <laughs> you know? You said it. <laughs> you said it. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a dirty secret. I've, I've sat in record label offices and had label people tell me, oh, you know that song that's like popping right now? Oh, man, we bought so many fake plays for that song to get it going, to get it on the charts. And I'm talking about real, actual hit songs that went on to become hits. Right. But they got they got it popping on Spotify by buying fake plays and all the mm. YouTube views. And we got to convince people. You know, nobody's going to watch it if it has 20,000 views. But right. if we juice that shit up to 2 million, people will think it's popping, and then they'll all start watching That's it. That's deep. That's deep, though. And I had label dudes tell me this as if this is something I should aspire to. Like, I should be proud of them. <laughs> you should be happy you even know me because I'm such a fucking genius that I bought these fake plays for this song. And it's like, I'm kind of sitting there like, That's cool, but also... uh. Like Yo. I think that's immoral. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I know that that does, that wouldn't make any sense to you. Yo. But I think that's wrong. But I, I would never say that because it's gonna make me sound like an old head. But <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yo, listen, they feeling like their their success story in manipulation, mm. and that's where they get off. Yeah, that's the craft for them, though. It is. That's it is. the craft in the music for them. industry for sure. That's that that's their handiwork. Yeah. So this is what it is, man. It's a tug of war. How many people you can manipulate is how you judge yourself. That's pretty fucking that's, sad state of affairs. That's sad, bro. Mm. That's, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm looking at now. I'm like, oh, shit. Those that know, gotta, gotta, we got to go double time mm. just to keep the essence. And look, you can't just say that shit. Because, yeah, saying it is one thing, but what I produce, that's the thing that we got we to gotta hold up to the light. Uh, you like this shit that got 30 million, boom, boom, boom. But look, check this shit out. And this is why, you know, we go with this. And we got to, that's that's what it was, though. And, and, and a lot of the root, as far as just artistry, people knew why they liked something. Mm. And they, they really dealt with the science of it. Mm. Not just because, all right, we got numbers. So we, we, get, we just got to move this paper mache shit, this cardboard out the way. Mm. And like, give people a dose of that reality again. Like I said, you got them codes, I got them codes. Those that know, man, we got to stand on it. We got to go. If we going to preserve what this shit is. And look, I ain't even just talking about industry. I'm just talking about life. Mm. Real life. Real shit. Having good conversation. Mm. Intimate conversation that means something. You look at relationships. You go in people's bedrooms and shit, like, not for nothing in, in people's homes. How real is it, though? Mm. How really real? I mean, you've been with somebody for that degree, but how real is your relationship? Mm. I mean, this shit is crossing, it's permeating through everything. Now I find myself like really trying to, when I am in a human moment, like as in when I'm just sitting around waiting for somebody to pick us up and we start talking to each other or whatever. And like, I, I, if I find my, my brain going to like, 
pull your phone out and look at Twitter. Pull your phone out and look at Instagram. I try to you know resist the urge mm-hmm. more because it's like a lot of that stuff I really took for granted. Right, right. Because you right. get so so yeah. intoxicated from your phone. Yo, you forget about the value of you know. And and, and I have a baby now, four month old. Congratulations. Appreciate it. And I I I I feel that in my head. And I I am training myself to notice. When you're playing with your kid and you fucking think about doing something on your phone that really is not important, Yo, that's, deep. that's when I'm really starting to think like, oh, okay, this shit got a hold of me. I got to fight back. Mm. Oh, you said it. <laughs> you said it. No, this is yo. This is what's going on with all of us. And no, that's it. That one thing being that more mindful will just change it. That's when you say, yo, what's your day like from, from, from top to bottom? Yeah, I could give you different experiences, but in the in the heart of it, that's what it is. Mm. It's that fight right there. Mm. Staying real. That's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your peoples are starting to stand up. I feel like they want to leave. Oh, maybe they're stretching their legs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, I want to tell you one thing. I was watching... I was watching you on the Joe Budden podcast, and it actually really made cool. me miss those dudes all together because we don't know if we're ever going to see them together. She with Maul and, and, and yeah, man. That actually, when I was watching you with them a couple years ago, it kind of took me back. Like, fuck, they were really, yeah. really good together when they were good together. Now it feels like there's been tension for a few months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, but. it was really good vibes even yeah. when I was there. Like, I couldn't believe like they the, the set was the set like. Real organic. Yeah. And, and Real homely. But that shit right there is exactly what we're talking about, which is for pe- people literally post up in front of their computer, millions of people, to watch three guys just get along on camera and just talk and argue and shoot the shit and talk about music and stuff. Like, Damn. people want that connection of, like, yes. just to see a few homies just hang out and talk about shit. Just the love connection. That shit matters. And, and it's mm. like... Human contact. But instead of sitting outside on the steps talking to the guy who lives next door for three hours, people now are like, why would I do that when I could listen to three people that are already qualified to have opinions? That's crazy. I was just going to listen to them. They're smarter than me. Like, Yo, they, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. No. But look, it's... it's it makes sense. But at the same time, it's, it's all part of what we've lost. Yo. Which is that sort of simple... How the playing field has been lowered. But yo, we got to get back. Mm. That's it. We just got to get back, bro. The mere fact that we talking about it. This is shit I be talking about where life shows you what's going on. Mm. Like when you say you was talking about the meditative states and just like, let me clear my mind and let, let certain things come to me. I feel like this is it. This is active meditation right here, right now. Mm. It's showing itself. Yeah. It's just do we know how to look? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take it and then, oh, shit. Yeah, why am I talking about that today? Why, oh, shit, I got to deal with that. Mm. It ain't happening for no reason. We ain't talking about it for no reason. We ain't, this is it. Yeah. It's showing us. This life is meditation. It's real. <laughs> At this point, I'd like to announce that we took acid before this podcast. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> JK. Yeah. Um, you yeah. got anything like coming up? Uh, anything we need to know about? What do you want to warn the fans about? Shit, man. Just look out for the, you know, me and Daylight Battle coming this year. You know, that shit gonna be groundbreaking. Um, I'm doing a whole bunch of shit. I don't know. I'm just shameless plug it all. I got a book coming. Mm. I got all first verses already out with my man DJ Don DeMarco. Um, I dropped that God Disjoint. That's on um, uh, streaming everywhere. Um, and yeah, man, just look, in a nutshell, just look, tap in the I Am Loaded Lux. That's me on all social platforms. 
because you know I can sit here and you know, but uh, if you want to just follow along the journey, you know, shit tomorrow I'm we might get a new idea and then mm. that be going on. You know what I'm saying? But that's the main thing, you know. I am Lux.com. Look out for the Men Daylight Battle coming this year. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the money ain't real. I think we we shit. We talked about that all all this whole. You know what I mean? <laughs> Merch on deck, of course. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I watch battle rap is just to scope all the cool new merch designs. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's the best in the hollow one? In Shout the hollow the one, there was multiple different Naughty by Nature logo rips Yo! on stage at the same time. <laughs> That's when I was like, bro, there's too much merch out there. I'm wearing, I, I need to get a white tee and just wear the rest yo, of my life. Yo, you know? the bro, yo, shout out to Low, man. He's he's genius, man. I just wanted to just, yo, shout out to him, man. Taught me a lot. Mm. Humbled the shit out of me and really showed me another dose of life that was just, just beautiful, man. The way his mind works is like, yo. yeah. No, definitely. Yo, but also, um, man, after being relatively isolated for the last year, Mm. seeing all them people push together on stage, I was definitely like, man, that's going to take a while to get used to. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to take a while. Yo, man, I hope hope we get it back, man. Oh, it's coming back for sure. That's a fact. That's a Snapple fact. Hear me? (laughs) That's a Fendi fact. All right, Loaded Lux. I appreciate you, bro, for real. Love wild. It was, Love it was wild. a blast. Great yeah. conversation, nah, man. Beautiful. Next time you're around, we got to do it again. It must be Spin done. Spin the block. Yeah. Cool. Right, he said cool. It. You know the way. No Jumper, Loaded Lugs, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.